Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We are doing another weekly news roundup on the 14th of April. This year is going by so quick. On one hand, I say this year is going by so quickly, almost with a, with a hint of sadness, but uh, no, we need things to open back up again so we can get back to our lives, right? So yeah, let's just hope this year kind of is a bit of a blitz. Finally, get over COVID, and we get back to uh, we get back to life as largely largely usual. But anyway, enough of that. You want to hear some news roundup-ing from the prior week, so let's do it. Seven hundred dollar Optimus Prime robot will walk, race, and transform on its own. The Optimus Prime robot is nineteen inches tall, connects to your smartphone, and can transform automatically. Tank 300 Cybertank concept from China's Wei looks tough on the outside, but luxurious on the inside. The concept is based on the existing Tank 300, but comes with a wide body kit and other upgrades. Hyundai's cool retro-modern Pony EV show car detailed a new gallery. The one-off design pays tribute to Hyundai's original Pony from the 1970s. Ford Maverick Raptor renderings show what an affordable off-road-oriented small pickup could look like. The 2022 Maverick will be based on the Bronco Sport... Bronco Sports platform and is expected to debut later this year. What the punk cat? There's an electric four-door Beetle. It's just not made by Volkswagen. And it's kind of controversial looking to me. On one hand, it does look like you look like the old Beetle, which I appreciate. But on the other hand, it's it's a very weird creation. Very weird creation indeed. Great Wall's Aura brand will introduce this Beetle-inspired EV named the Punk Cat at the Shanghai Auto Show. Updated 2022 Kia Forte, Serato, or K3 unveiled in Korea. The face of the Kia K3, also sold as the Forte and Serato, has revised front and rear fascias. Which basically means they've put it way more in line with the current Kia design language, and to be honest, I don't hate it. I think the headlights are a little weird, but the rest of it looks, uh, looks good. The T50 is one of the heaviest cars in Gordon Murray's extremely lightweight collection. Apart from the SLR McLaren, nothing in Gordon Murray's garage weighs more than a thousand kilograms. That's an interesting kind of garage, I have to say. This Volkswagen Beetle-powered sand rail looks ready to hit the dunes. It somehow has a title which should allow you to drive it on public roads. Reynolds engineers use Lego to design its E-Tech hybrid power uh, transmission. You, you really can't build anything with Lego, even the clutchless transmission for a modern hybrid system. Is this the 2022 Mercedes-AMG C63 driving through traffic? The new Mercedes-AMG C63 should be powered by an electrified 4-pot with more than 540 horsepower. Fancy adding a bespoke McLaren Senna and uh, MSO to your car collection? This McLaren Senna is painted liquid silver with a GTR-inspired racing livery. Australian shoppers can now reserve the all-electric BMW i4. BMW has yet to announce pricing for the i4, which will go on sale in Australia in the first quarter of 2022. Enjoy the sonorous sound of the 2022 Porsche Cayman GT4 RS. The Cayman GT4 RS will have a screaming 4-liter naturally aspirated flat 6 with around 450 horsepower. Good God. Not long, but actually a bit long ago, that would have been the power of a 911 GT3 RS. That's pretty sick. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. That... I don't think that'll make it fast enough to compete with the new GT3, but <laughs> that doesn't make it a slouch at all. That might make it fast enough to compete with the old GT3. Nissan didn't paint the 2022 GTR Nismo Special Edition's hood to save 100 grams. 
There's a lot to love about the 2022 GTR Nismo, and Nissan wanted to make sure that every detail was perfect. Maserati Levante gets wedged under bridge in California following police chase. How did you manage that? Like, you had to climb up one of the pillars for the bridge and then wedge it. How did you... Why? The driver, who miraculously survived, will be facing charges for reckless evading. So, so there's normal evading and then reckless evading, apparently. Isn't evading just kinda reckless as a whole? Lotus's new boss says he learned a lot working under Elon Musk at Tesla. Matt Wendell worked on the original Tesla Roadster, which, ironically, was based on the Lotus Elise. Maserati Levante Hybrid has been announced, will debut on April 19th. The Levante Hybrid is expected to have a turbocharged 2-liter engine and an electric supercharger. Karma introduces three GS6 Special Editions. The Special Editions feature unique styling inside and out. Bugatti brings the spirit of Molsheim, hopefully I got that right, to Japan. Open showroom in Tokyo. The Bugatti Chiron and its derivatives passed Japan's homologation requirements last year. Porsche hosts classic restoration challenge with 40 U.S. dealers. The range includes the 356, five generations of the 911, transaxle models like the 944 and 928, as well as the first-gen Boxster and the Carrera GT. After semiconductors, automakers are now facing a rubber shortage. Increased demand for gloves and packaging tape due to the pandemic is one of the reasons that could lead into a shortage. Ford adds four new carbon fiber exterior accessories to GT500 parts catalog. All five ring in at just a little under $5,000, but they look great and weigh a total of 9 pounds less than the parts they replace. Alpha Wolf Plus gives the electric pickup extra space with extended cab. Alpha is currently taking reservations for the extended bed Wolf Plus pickup. Honda partners with AutoX for autonomous vehicle development in China. Honda and AutoX will combine their autonomous vehicle expertise. Yeehaw! Florida man smashes through posts and jumps over rising drawbridge. Drawbridge, sorry. Only a Florida man. <laughs> Only a Florida man. The Hyundai Santa Fe broke through the traffic arms and managed to make it across the bridge before the bridge opened up too much. Only a Florida man. <laughs> Nissan will slash production at, Jap at Japanese plants in May. Nissan will cut production at four factories across its home country. Cruise secures $2.75 in investments from Walmarts and others. This latest funding round values Cruise at over $30 million. Black Sabbath rock legend Tony Ayami adds Lamborghini Urus to his collection. The rock star has had a soft spot for Lamborghini's cars since the 1970s. Alfa Romeo Giulia GTAM arrives at Imola for its big debut this weekend. The dynamic debut of the most powerful production Alfa Romeo will take place at the Imola Grand Prix. VW adds second production line in German battery factory boosting output to 600,000 packs per year. VW's Braunschweig, Braunschweig, I hope I got that right, factory supplies MEB-based electric vehicles with their battery packs. I probably didn't get it right, but oh well. Nissan ID4 GTX will debut on April 28th as VW's hottest electric EV. Volkswagen will expand the GTX lineup and more hot electric models in the future. New Mercedes-Benz EQB compact electric SUV teased ahead of Auto Shanghai debut on April 18th. That's tomorrow. The Mercedes-Benz EQB EV will launch in the United States in 2022. 2021 Mercedes 6 joins the Curo Club with new... Sorry, not, not Mercedes 6... 
Mazda 6 joins the Curo Club with new limited edition. The 2021 Mazda 6 Curo edition is limited to 100 units in the UK, 50 sedans, and 50 estates. Ferrari boss says first fully electric vehicle coming ugh, in 2025. I hate how soon that is. You know, the times have definitely changed when even Ferrari joins the electric bandwagon. Mercedes teases flagship Maybach, Maybach, or well, not Maybach, Maybach S-Class with a V12 engine. The V12 may find its way into the Maybach S-Class as the sub-brand celebrates its 100th anniversary. Low mileage 2008 BMW M5 has an intoxicating naturally aspirated V10. The new BMW M5 may be faster, but the E60 generation has a brilliant engine. The Honda City Turbo 2 may be fondly remembered, but there's a reason it didn't last. The Honda City Turbo 2 was a tiny car with an even tinier moped in its trunk to make it the ultimate mobility solution. Maserati adds Gibble and Levante to, or Levante, to pay-per-mile subscription scheme. Starting at $929 per month, European subscribers will be able to drive the Gibble for $0.09 cents per kilometers. British firm makes 1976 Triumph Stag and 1957 Morgan 4.4 go electric. Both the Triumph and the Morgan have a 107 horsepower electric motor and a 150 mile range. Even toy cars are going green as Matchbox unveils eco-friendly packaging and a new Tesla Roadster. Matchbox's Tesla Roadster is made from 99% recycled materials. Codemasters F1 2021 coming to next-gen consoles with online and offline two-player modes. You can play a full season online against another gamer or a split-screen race against a friend on your couch. Porsche advises against driving a few 2021 McCann, sorry, McCann's issues recall over untightened shock absorbers. Only 10 units of the 2021 McCann, McCann S, McCann GTS, and McCann Turbo are affected by this recall. Audi teases a mysterious new e-tron for Shanghai. Audi's new electric vehicle appears to be a car. Mopar 21 Ram 1500 Special Edition debuts with unique styling inside and out. The limited truck will go on sale this summer. Zeker 001 debuts as an electric shooting brake with 500, no, with 536 horsepower and 435 miles of range. Zeker plans to offer their EVs in select markets outside of China. What's strange is that Zeker, this Zeker just looks like a shooting brake version of the Lincoln Co sedan that they were doing a while ago. Maybe they pulled a Fisker and just rename renamed themselves to just rename themselves to Zeker in the same way that Fisker renamed themselves to Karma Automotive. Subaru demonstrates the 2022 BRZ's playfulness in the snow. Bentley Molyneux reveals Japan-only Continental GT V8 Equinox. Equinox. Ugh. Why did you choose a name that's on the Chevrolet crossover? Limited edition. The new limited edition Bentley Continental GT is going to be produced in just 10 examples. Fast and Furious Saga's next big bad big bad guy could be a T-Rex after director says Jurassic Park crossover possible. No, 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 no. How many times do you want me to keep saying no? No. Just, please, God, no. Don't, do, no, 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 no. To quote, to quote uh, Steve Carell's character on The Office a million times over. I can't remember, I can't remember his name at the moment. I can't remember his name at the moment. That makes me mad. That really makes me mad. What is his name on The Office? God dang it. Michael Scott, that's his name. One in every six sports cars sold around the world is a Ford Mustang. For six years straight, Ford's Mustang has been crowned the best-selling coupe in the world. Ford announces new temporary production shutdowns due to chip shortage. 
Ford F-150 production will yet again be hampered as a result of the ongoing semiconductor chip shortage. The jacked-up Porsche 911 Safari-like 992 prototype is back at the Nürburgring. Porsche's lifted 911 test car is back, this time with GT3 RS seats, and boy, do we hope it's a production Safari homage. Anyway, though, that is going to be it for this segment. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Hey, hey everyone, we are back for the second segment. We're going to jump into that rubber shortage because that, that's kind of wild, don't you think? As car manufacturers continue to battle with the global chip shortage and will likely do so for the rest of the year, another shortage is brewing, this time related to rubber. Analysts warn that global rubber supplies are running critically short, in part due to increased demand for rubber gloves and packaging tape during the pandemic. Supply has also been hit by drought, floods, and a leaf disease, leaf disease? In countries such as Vietnam and Thailand, which are leading producers of rubber. Bloomberg notes that in addition to these changes in demand and supply for rubber, China went on a buying spree of rubber last year to bolster its national stockpile. The U.S. failed to follow suit. In February, natural rubber prices hit a four-year high of $2 a kilogram, and the former chief executive of rubber firm Hollycon Agricorp, hopefully I got that right, Robert Mayer, or Meyer perhaps, believes prices could hit $5 per kilogram within the next five years. The supply issues that we're seeing now, they are structural, Myers told Bloomberg. They will not change very soon. Commenting on the shortage, Ford and Solantis confirmed they are monitoring the shortage but haven't yet felt its impact. Similarly, General Motors says it isn't worried about its rubber supply at this stage. Michelin added it is skirting port congestion by using air freight shipments from Asia. It's definitely tightening up, a spokesperson from Automotive Part Manufacturer Representative Folly and Lardner LLP said. It's nowhere near the level of the chip shortage from our perspective so far, but it's definitely brewing. It's like paper towels, paper towels early on during the COVID crisis. Crisis, added head of consulting firm Conway McKenzie, Steve Weibo. Hopefully I got that right. If you can get your hands on some plastic or some rubber, you're going to order more than you need because you don't know when you're going to be able to get it next. And now let's talk about that McCann recall. I guess because it looks similar to pecan, I keep wanting to say it, say it as McCann, but it's not, it's McCann. Moving on. A handful of the 2021 Porsche McCann Premium Compact SUVs are being recalled in the United States as their shock absorbers on both axles might not have been tightened to specification. If the screw connection fails, then drivers will experience sudden instability, instability with significant changes of the driving behavior and the potential loss of control, says the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA. And that's not all. Because in more extreme cases, the brakes could get damaged, further increasing the risk of having an accident. Due to the nature of the defect, drivers could notice noises or vibrations coming from the affected area. The defect is blamed on a failure in the software of the screwdriver in vehicle production. There are only 10 units of the 2021 McCann, McCann S, McCann GTS, and McCann Turbo made in January this year that will have to be repaired. From, Jan from February 26th, Porsche has started using... Oh, wait, no. That will have to be repaired. From February 26th, Porsche has started using a connected screwing software. The company's technicians will rework the screw connection 
of the front and rear shock absorbers, tightening it accordingly. Before the SUVs are fixed, Porsche advises owners not to drive them at all. So if any of you own a 2021 Macan, Macan S, Macan GTS, or Macan Turbo, do not drive them. The recall is expected to begin on April 16th. Okay, so that means it started. And the dealer and owner notifications are scheduled for April 16th through May 30th. So some of you, maybe one of you, have gotten a notification about this recall so far. The official Porsche number for this recall is AMA8, so ask me anything 8, which owners can use to get in touch with their customer service at 1-800-767-7243. Once again, you can use recall number AMA8 to get in touch with Porsche's customer service at 1-800-767-7243. The NHTSA sorry, vehicle safety hotline phone number is 1-800, sorry, no, is 1-888-888. 327-4236. Once again, the NHTSA's vehicle safety hotline phone number is 1-888-327-4236. Let's get back to some headlines though. The Chevrolet Corvette remains the fastest selling new car in the US. The Chevrolet Corvette, no, Chevrolet Corvette models take an average of 9.4 days to sell in the US. Brabus gives the new Mercedes-Benz S-Class a mild custom tune. 2021 Hyundai Kona end due April 27th as the brand's first performance SUV. The 276-horsepower Kona N will be presented at the Hyundai N-Day digital event. GM will build new battery plant in Tennessee to supply Cadillac Lyric. A brand new, no, a new battery plant near GM's Spring Hill, Tennessee facility will supply the Ultium batteries for the Lyric. Doesn't Ultium sound like a material for a fictional, for a fictional weapon? Like from Marvel or maybe DC. Just me. Lordstown Motor unveils the rugged endurance pickup that will race in the San Felipe 250. Lordstown wants to prove its motor and hub technology at a race where 50% of the entrants don't finish. Polestar secures $550 million in funding from outside investors. Polestar says the influx of cash will help deepen its resources as it develops new models. Herbert Diaz, hopefully I got that right, turned down top job at Tesla before becoming VW CEO. Elon Musk himself offered Diaz the role of Tesla CEO, but he decided to join VW instead. Seat gives its 2021 Arona baby SUV a refresh inside and out. The face of the Seat Arona wants a bigger piece of the subcompact crossover pie. 2021 Seat Ibiza facelift revealed with a new interior and a sharper infotainment system. The 2021 Ibiza gets a more modern-looking interior with better quality materials and new tech. BMW chose control over out-and-out -out shift speed for the new M3-M4 transmission. The DCT can be quicker, but that's not always the case. Plus, it's jerkier at low speeds. NHTSA investigating nearly 750,000 GM vehicles over non-deploying airbags. Eight injuries have been reported after airbags in a number of GM trucks and SUVs failed to deploy in accidents. Well, I suppose that's the inverse of the Takata issue from a while ago. Starter Motor Cable sparks Mercedes-AMG E63 GT63 recall over, fire, over possible fire concern. The recall of affected vehicles is, a, is expected to begin on May 25th in the United States. Fiat 500 EV off to a slow start, but a van variant is reportedly in the works. A slide also suggested the Maserati Grisol will arrive in mid-October. Rimac's new production campus has a racetrack with a mandatory drift quarter. I'm just going to say it. 
Mate Rimac is the cool entrepreneur that all of Elon Musk's fans wish he was. Zpeng, or Xpeng, hopefully I got that right. P5 EV unveiled with LiDAR sensor and a sleep mode. Zpeng claims the P5 has the strongest autonomous driving technology. 2021 Infiniti Q50 and Q60 recalled over possible engine stall. Good god, we're gonna have three recalls to dive into here. A software issue with the engine control module could force the Q50 and Q60 into a limp mode. Let's start with the GM recall first. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, has opened an investigation into 749,312 GM vehicles over possibly bad wiring that could result in airbags not deploying. The investigation targets the 2020 and 2021 model year Chevrolet Silverado, Tahoe, and Suburban, the GMC Sierra, Yukon, and Yukon XL, as well as the Cadillac Escalade and Escalade ESV. The NHTSA reports that it has evidence of six incidents in which accidents with severe frontal damage have not, have, have not resulted in airbags deploying. It has also received nine customer, no, consumer complaints of airbag malfunction indicators illuminating on the dashboard. A technical service bulletin issued in March relating to the malfun malfunction light cites rust particles in the connection terminal of the driver airbag inflator as the cause of the warning light. It adds that the issue may result in the airbag failing to deploy. Fortunately, there are no reports of fatalities at this time, but there are eight reported injuries. The investigation is still in its preliminary phase, so the scope and severity of the issue are unknown at this point, but a, potential, but a potentially non-deploying airbag is a serious safety concern. The safety of our products is the highest priori priority for the entire GM team, the company said in an email statement. We are cooperating with the NHTSA in their investigation, and we are conducting our own investigation into these, into these complaints as well. And from one recall to the next, the cable spark, no, the starter motor cable of the AMG E63 and GT63. Owners of certain Mercedes AMG E63 and GT63 models could face a stall or even a fire, as the starter motor positive cable might not have been installed correctly. In an official state. In an official document made public, the, NA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, states that this issue, blamed on a production deviation, could cause a short circuit over time. Depending on its nature, it could affect different functions of the car, causing it to stall, and in more, in more extreme circuit, well, situations, it could start a fire. The recall concerns 493 Mercedes-AMG cars with a 100% estimated defect rate. Certain 2018-2021 E63S and E63S estates are included, as well as the GT63 and GT63S, which share the same construction. All were built between, pay attention, January 22nd, 2018 and November 27th, 2020, and will be thoroughly inspected by the company's dealers, subsequent to scheduling an appointment. The authorized technicians will check the screw connections at the starter at the position of the positive cable, correcting them if necessary. The German automaker became aware of the problem last October, when a customer outside the U.S. reported smoke coming from the engine compartment. The initial analysis pointed to an issue in or near the starter motor. The following month, they improved the production process and inspected all cars in the factory. The investigation continued in 2021, and since they could not rule out that the field accident could have been related to the power supply connection, they decided to conduct a recall in March. 
Deals have been informed on the voluntary recall campaign at the beginning of the month, and Mercedes will reach out to owners on May 25th. And lastly, the Infinity recall. Infinity has issued a recall for 2021 Q50 and Q60 models due to an issue with the engine management software. The recall notice from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or as we all know, the NHTSA, reveals that after a stint of rapid acceleration, the engine control, engine control module, or ECM, of the Q50 and Q60 can reduce the fuel supply to the engine too much, making it go into limp mode and possibly causing a vehicle to stall. Infinity notes that no permanent damage is caused if the vehicle stalls and adds that it can be restarted immediately. The recall impacts a total of 12,943 vehicles that were built between January, January, no, 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 12,943 vehicles that were built between June 23rd, 2020 and March 8th, 2021. Infinity notes that no other of its models, nor any Nissan models for that matter, have the same engine control module as they do not have a turbocharger or have a similar end or a smaller engine. Nissan began investigating the issue in <laughs> Nissan began investigating the issue in early February after several reports of a, of a malfunction indicator lamp reduced engine power and engine stalling in certain conditions. The investigation discovered that the software in the ECM was preventing it from correctly reducing engine speed after an excessive torque detection. Nissan is aware of one accident related to the issue, but notes that no one was injured. The issue will be fixed with a simple reprogramming of the ECM software. Owners of potentially affected vehicles will be notified from May 25th and will be asked to bring their vehicles or to bring their vehicle into their local dealership for repair. Unfortunately, that is going to mark the end of this week's weekly news roundup. I know a little bit short, but it's a little bit late and I got to get up early tomorrow, so I got to get to bed soon. In any case, though, I do hope you enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do actually subscribe, thank you very much. Make sure you hit the notification little notification bell, and then all notifications so you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have to want the Podbean mobile app, hey, no problem. I have a solution for you. Boot up wherever you get your podcast and type in Cody's Car Conundrum and choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time you've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if i'm being honest if you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels then why don't you follow me on twitter at cody car c-o-n-u-n-d-r-m or check out my website www.codyscarconundrum.com for articles and other car related content if you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.